So the best thing to do is to be draining the assets down out of the plan, paying yourself first and setting yourself up to be able to walk away with no pressure. Then you can sell it for whatever you feel like selling and you're not under any pressure to try to get it sold right away. This is the Retire Happy Podcast with John Amarino, fiduciary financial advisor at Securus Financial in the San Diego area, and Thomas O'Connell, president of International Financial Advisory Group, Inc. in Rockaway, New Jersey. Together, they'll be keeping retirement happy from coast to coast. Welcome back to another episode of the Retire Happy Podcast. I am your host on the West Coast, John Amarino, and I am joined by my host on the East Coast, Tom O'Connell. Tommy, how you doing, buddy? Hello, everybody. Doing great. How are you, John? Doing good, doing good. Just came back from a spring break trip, so... Uh, Same here. I was out in Cape Cod. Very nice. Look yeah. at you. How was it? It was, it was nice. It was quiet because it's off-season still, but... Um, you know, my daughter and her friend really enjoyed it. it was we went to uh, Martha's Vineyard for a day, and it was interesting. It was interesting. Very nice. Yeah, we just drove up. We took the RV about five hours north to Bulletin, uh, north of Santa Barbara. So camped for about five days. wasn't bad outside of the uh, drive through my favorite city, known as Los Angeles. But other than that, it was good. And uh, we got a big day tomorrow. Uh, Tom, drive you'll... through or drive by? Uh, no, you just, there is no driving <laughs> through. You're stuck in LA traffic. So before we start this podcast, want to say happy birthday to my darling little princess who will be four tomorrow, Haley. Haley Bailey, so, my buddy. That's right. That's right. So, folks, we have another great episode for you today. If you are a high income business owner, or professionals such as a physician, attorney, uh, or dentist, or you know one of those people, you're definitely going to want to listen today as we are bringing the CEO of Retirement Actuarial Services, Steve Arnold, onto the show to talk about some innovative tax-saving ideas and planning. And um, Tom and I met Steve, uh, well, we've known Steve for a little bit, but he really brought this idea to, idea to us uh, last year at a conference in Nashville where Steve was asked to uh, talk as an expert speaker at a Brookstone conference. And it is a phenomenal, phenomenal planning idea for those high income earners. And for those of you uh, who always like to know about our guest. Uh, Steve Arnold is the CEO of Retirement Actuarial Services. He is an 18-year veteran of the financial industry, and he has a professional designation as a chartered retirement plan specialist, and he's educated in the specific area of small business design, implementation, and maintenance of retirement plans. And he and his firm do ongoing training for CPAs. So uh, great guy, former Marine. So thank you for your service. So I would like to introduce to you the CEO of Retirement Actuarial Services, Stephen Arnold. And introducing this week's guest, the CEO and founder of Retirement Actuarial Services, Steve Arnold. Hey guys, how you doing? Good, Steve. Good, Steve. How are you? 
I'm good. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So, Steve, you are the CEO of uh, of Retirement Actuarial Services, and your you and your team came up with what you call the Designer 401k Plus program. Um, why don't you tell us what that is? Well, the Designer 401k Plus program is basically a combination retirement plan that we customize. So it's it's basically a pension plan and a defined contribution plan mixed together. We're able to combine these plans in order to uh, be able to get large tax deductions and savings from small business owners into the retirement plan where it's a creditor protected method of uh, accumulating at least $3 million in retirement accounts. That's pretty significant for a business owner. How does it uh, reduce the taxes? So it reduces taxes by coming off the, the, the gross of the company. So let's say you have a million dollars that, that you have as a gross. We're able to, based on the age and the time to retirement and salary, we can come up with numbers that are usually in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. So let's say you have a year that you could put 400000 into the plan. That reduces your uh, gross from a million dollars down to $600,000. So now it's much easier for your CPA to go from the $600,000 and do his magic and do his tax deductions where he doesn't have to push any uh, red flags by getting aggressive to get you to zeros, uh, zero out your taxes. So that's a little bit different than a more traditional approach, I guess, where typically you're taking it off of uh, the employee's income versus the gross, I guess, revenue of the corporation. Yeah, because the, the corporation is sponsoring the plan, they're able to take the tax deduction on the business side. And we do all the testing for the employees by being in the profit share side. Therefore, we're really actually not even doing a 401k. We're actually having the corporation do a contribution on behalf of them to the employee in the profit share. Yeah. And, you know, Steve, I remember at the uh, speech you gave, you were you were actually talking about how a lot of, you know, uh, especially the professionals, the doctors or dentists, they would oftentimes look f- to buy that new big piece of equipment to earn that tax deduction. And now with this 401k plan and the redu- tax reduction in it, they no longer have to do that. They can pay themselves first, correct? Yeah, that's a great point. Um, because they can pay themselves first, they're able to take those uh, when they have good years, they have good cash flow. They're able to reduce their taxes by putting the money into their own pension account and their own creditor protected account for retirement, much more aggressive than a, than a 401k, which most of the time is never going to be able to satisfy their salary in retirement because they're high income earners. So the, the 401k caps them. The actual plans that we do allow them to solve for 80% of their salary in retirement. Right. Now, you'd brought up some numbers and obviously, you know, the, the SEP IRA and 401ks, they have the the maximum contribution levels that are you know just under sixty thousand dollars a year. What are the ranges of deductions and contributions allowable into this plan each year? They're anywhere from uh, seventy five thousand to all the way up to a million dollars in a single year. Wow! So you can shove up to a million dollars now. Once the plan is uh, constructed, you're not obligated to put in a certain amount every year. There is flexibility, correct? Based on on how you perform that well or how your business performed that well? 
Yes, older plans had uh, restrictions where they were just defined benefit plans and they were not very flexible and they were using insurance products in order to get uh, that large of a contribution. The new laws allow for the plans to be a combination using a cash balance plan. It leaves it very flexible to where you could actually almost go back to uh, very minimal dollars or even freeze it in years that you don't have a cash flow. So instead of buying equipment just to take depreciation, you, you don't need that. You can put the money into your pension plan. On the years that you see an opportunity, maybe you want to buy a building or maybe you want to buy some equipment, then you can do that and you reduce the amount of money that you put into the pension plan. So Steve, you're talking about, uh, it sounds like a couple of different or a few different moving parts within, within the design. So you've mentioned a 401k, uh, a cash balance, profit sharing. Are there other components um, that business owner or owners could utilize within this plan? Yes. One of the most uh, important things I think is in, in retirement is the medical expenses. They are completely through the roof. Cost for long-term care. Most people can't even get long-term care insurance anymore. And we have what's called an aggregated benefits. It's a, an addendum that goes onto the pension plan. It's in our documents and allows you to take advantage of a, a code called 401H. And that is a, basically it's a medical fund, kind of like a, just like an HSA, but much bigger, like, like on steroids. It's able to get up to $594,000 of money in there, uh, where you're taking a tax deduction growing it tax deferred and taking it out without taxation for any medical expense post age 62. So is that the maximum contribution uh, in a year or over a period of time that someone could put into that? That's total accumulation over time. So it'd be just for that person can get a, a bucket of up to 594,000 of their money that they put away into that and that can be utilized for that. Not including any possible growth in that. Well, you'll get growth. So each year you may be putting 20, 30, 40, 50, or 100,000 into that portion of the bucket. Then it gets its growth and it gets capped out at the 594. I got you. Okay. Awesome. Well, that's something that a lot of people have no idea even exists these days. True. A lot of people don't. And, and it's, it's, it can be used for dependents if they're on your tax return. If they're actually dependent of yours, you could use it for uh, your children or uh, for your parents if they're they're actually a dependent for you. So it's it's very powerful because there's a lot of money that can be taken out of that for even elective surgeries. It doesn't have to just be, you know, something in the hospital. It, it's pretty much any medical expense is a reimbursement. Now, you also mentioned something about life insurance, uh, which I, I think most people out there don't realize you can have life insurance inside of a qualified plan, pension plan type of program. So how does that fall into this? Well, yes, life insurance can be purchased inside the plan. Uh, the um, government set rules thinking it was a good social policy to be able to allow people to purchase life insurance to protect the family and protect their beneficiaries. And you're getting that on a tax deductible basis. So you're able to leverage that and actually have a tax free uh, retirement uh, benefit go to the beneficiary. So it's, it's really nice to be able to put that in there. There's several ways we can do that. We can design it where it has cash in there so that later on when we don't need the insurance anymore, we surrender the policy and the cash goes into the 401h medical bucket. When, and, you know, talking about the, the power of that 401h medical bu bucket, I have a couple clients who had, you know, their own personal pension plans. And I had talked to a couple of them about our program that you and your actuarial team have brought to the table. And I, I asked a couple of them, do you, do you have this 401h bucket? Because I, I haven't seen anything like that in your pension plan. They said, no, 
what do you mean? I, I could have taken money out tax-free for my long-term care premiums and f- to pay for my Medicare. And he, I said, yes, uh, under the under this design. And, you know, the, the look on their face is like, man, I wish we had this design. And, and how, I mean, how often are you coming across where people have perhaps pension plans, but they just don't know about this powerful feature? And almost all the time, even older plans. We do a lot of older plans and redo the plan and then bring it on so that they can still then start accumulating money in the in the 401h. It's just it's really missed in the industry. Wow. Yeah, like so many things that, you know, we we come across, right, Tommy? Uh absolutely. Uh you know, there's um just a uh, an unbelievable amount of information that's not being given out to the public. And, and that's why we love having guests like Steve on on our program. I mean, this isn't even, you know, in our wheelhouse as experts. And that again, for our audience, this is why we bring on the kinds of guests like Steve and the other guests that we've had in the past, because we're trying to uh, create an atmosphere for our clients uh, where it's a one-stop shop where they know they're going to get the experts in all the different areas. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So now we talked about the tax deduction savings, the 401h, the, the money that you know goes in tax deferred, and comes out tax-free through the 401h. But this program also offers some strong creditor protection, right, Steve? Yeah, some of the the best creditor protection because it's under the RISA laws. And if you remember, O.J. Simpson uh, still owes the Goldman family about $30 million and they can't collect it. He's out playing golf. He collects about $25,000 a month off his pension because he had it in one of these types of plans. And um, when he was doing uh, Orenthal J Productions and the OJ and the Hertz Rent-A-Cars and all that, his accountant had had him put all this money into these pension plans. And that's where he actually still has his money coming from and why he doesn't he doesn't have to pay out. So it's it's one of the strongest you can get. Kenneth Lay from uh, Enron also had the same type of program. So when Enron exploded or imploded and all those executives were getting sued, basically the same thing happened to him. He was a Florida resident. He had all his money in, in his residence and, and these types of plants. And basically, he was untouchable. Yeah, it, it, it really is amazing because uh, you, you have doctors there. You know, they're a walking target. Almost anybody's a walking target. If you make money these days, there's always a lawyer ready to get at you. And having this money in there and accumulating that money in there makes sure that nobody's going to be able to get really get at you. So. One of the big questions we get when we're speaking with uh, our clients about the about these types of plans is, hey, well, you know, I have a CPA and I'm not looking to replace my CPA. And that's Steve, that's not what you're trying to do, right? I mean, you're you're really there to be a helping hand to the CPA and uh, enhance their business, really, right? Correct. Uh, we actually teach CPAs and actually are on board. And part of that is that we always want to talk to the CPA. We're well, it's the CPA is always welcome because we want his input. We all need to be on the same team. It's a big team collaborative approach. So we're going to find out what does, what is the tax consequences? What, how much do we want to put in? We're tailor making a plan and each year it changes. So we're going to be in constant contact with both the, the client and the CPA in order to make sure everybody's got this right. So for, for any CPAs out there that are listening or for any of our clients, are working with the CPAs, tax season's over. This is the time of the year now uh, to start taking a look at these things and setting them up for this calendar year 
uh, and going forward. And then I guess really, Steve, I think John and I really should be talking to you at some point about you coming out to our different locations and us doing an education class for uh, the local CPAs. Yeah, we'd love to do it. And in fact, uh, you could still actually do planning for uh, 2021 because if any business has done an extension, they have up until their uh, filing date to put a plan in place and contribute. Great point. Now, Steve, uh, a lot of our, our listeners only know you as as the CEO now of the Retirement Actual Services, but you're also a, a Brookstone advisor. And one thing that you know, a lot of people have to understand about this plan is it's not uh, it's not by a, a fly by the seat of your pants plan. Everything is well thought out. You have an actuary on hand and the investments have to go a certain way, more, more or less conservative investments to take uh, advantage of the tax deductions. But can you talk to us about the complexities behind the scenes and where you really want a qualified team to take a CPA's client, or uh, if you're a high income earner, take you through this process. Yeah. So there's a lot involved. There's bookkeeping, there's record keeping, there's 5,500 filing, there's calculations each year that we have to do. So we do all of that. And we have the team in place to do that. The actuary has to certify the numbers in the plan each year. This is to keep compliance, to make sure that the, that nothing is getting, uh, outside the law. Everything is black letter law. There's nothing, all these rules have been around for a long time. They're nothing new. They're just, uh, the, the 2006 Pension Protection Act made some changes that allow for the combination plans that are just much more advantageous for the small business owner. Right. And so I guess one of the big questions really, uh, because there are a lot, most businesses, I guess, really are the smaller, uh, the smaller mom and pop kind of shops, the one, two, three, ten employee type of uh, companies. So affordability wise, Steve, how, how does this fall for, or where is this going to fall on the spectrum of cost for our clients? So, so cost is relevant to what you're getting, but you know, the uh, the secure the 2020 Secure Act made a big change. They know that uh, small business companies have not been putting. Uh, retirement plans out for their employees. So what they did was to incentivize that. It used to be a $1,500 uh, tax credit that you would get to set up a plan. That was for your design, document fees, and that type of stuff. Now they've raised it to $16,500. So our, our design fee and everything that you go through to get the actuary work, to get a plan set up, to get your documents, to get everything set up, most of the time becomes a net zero cost because you get an actual dollar for dollar tax credit for setting up a plan. That's huge. Absolutely. Now, for our listeners and whether it's, you know, like I said, CPA or high income earner, what is the the typical plan that you see or if our listeners are saying, "Well, is this right for me?" What is the ideal client uh um that you guys plan for? So we plan for just about everybody. Most people think they only have to be a doctor, a dentist or anything. It's really a small business owner that has earned income. If you have that and you have a positive cash flow and you have a tax liability and you want to put over $60,000 away because you can take care of that in other vehicles such as the SEP and, and those types of uh, traditional vehicles, by doing this, you're able to radically increase the amount of money that in front load your pension plan or your retirement plan up front. 
So you say, uh, I guess, smaller smaller businesses, but how about uh, a company maybe with 50 or 100 employees? Is it something viable there? And then I guess part two of that question would be is, hey, uh, could we go out to different HR organizations and, and show this to the HR departments and say, hey, maybe this makes sense for your company? Sure. We have, we have um, companies that have 150 employees. You know, so it really just depends on the makeup. Some of them are seasonal, so they're not counted in. And so we're going to, we're going to really work the numbers over, make sure it's compliant, but it's always good to look at it. it can be hundreds of employees. Right. Well, that's, I mean, that's a very powerful thing to be able to offer, um, you know, today's business owner, especially, you know, with all the taxes and, and whatnot we face. Now, getting back to the limits and the 401H. I know a lot of small business owners that are are really family affairs. So, you know, perhaps the spouse um, may be involved in um, the management of the office or whatnot. How does this plan, you know, let's say you have a husband and wife team. Are they limited to that $594,000 total or is that per individual? No, it's per individual. So the husband and wife wife both can accumulate $594,000 each ranging over a million dollars. That's wow. huge. Yeah. That's huge. I mean, if you really look at that, Tommy, you know, let's say, and, and at, at what age can you start using that 594,000? Age 62. So, I mean, I have a lot of clients that were you know, dentists or attorney or, or small business owners, and they, you know, they, they worked until their late 60s, maybe even 70, because they loved what they're doing. But imagine, Tommy, you're you're 62, and you're trying to take care of your long-term care. You you have your your you still have your medical costs for for insurance or or now Medicare, and now all that's being paid for with tax-free dollars. Just imagine the the step up in lifestyle that you'll be able to accustom yourself to. Right, right. It's huge. I, you know, I mean, I'm I'm making light of it a little bit, but uh, you know, if you're not Paying fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year for—I I mean, look—a family plan, life insurance policy, uh, uh, not life insurance, uh, health insurance, right—is running what twenty-four to thirty thousand dollars a year. So imagine that's three thousand dollars a month or two thousand dollars a month now that you don't have to pay in retirement. That's huge. Yeah, yeah, and even—I mean, even if you're on Medicare, you know, let's say you're spending. Uh, you know, after if, if you have a, a Medi- Medicare supplement or Medigap type of uh, plan, you know, perhaps, you know, the spouses, you know, you're paying about $600 a month, right? A- estimated after Part D and whatnot, you know, that's, you know, 7200 a year. And then let's say you have another $10,000 or more of long-term care premiums. On top of that, I mean, you're looking at you know close to twenty thousand dollars of taxable income that has now been made tax free. What about if you have something where there's um, an experimental surgery or experimental drug or something else that the insurance won't help you out with or anything like that? You can still reach in here and grab this money and, and use it how you see fit. Wow. Now, now, can can you expand on that a little bit in terms of the experimental? How would you present that? Um, you know, if you were if you were accessing the money and the IRS was to kind of question that. Yeah. So you, you keep the receipts of your actual transaction 
and then it's in a reimbursement. So it's submitted to the company, the company, which then we're on behalf of the company. We are doing the admin services. We reimburse from the, from the plan, the money that was used for that expense. And then you square that up when it comes reporting time. Correct. Wow. So what is the limit though? So, you know, someone who really likes this program, really wants to get aggressive with it. Um, you can only put up to what, about $3 million though in this plan, correct? Yeah. So the, the plans are solving for just around 3.2, 3.3 million adjusted for inflation. That's basically what it's doing is it's, it's replacing 80% of the participant's salary up to a maximum. So you have, say, a $250,000 salary. We're solving each year to put in 80% of that salary so that when he turns age 62, he can take out that same 80% of his salary for the rest of his life. That's the, the defining benefit part. Wow. So it's like the pensions, you know, in the old days, what they would do is they would take that money, they'd solve for X amount of dollars, then they would turn, they would either turn it over to an insurance company and get an annuity so that you gave them the risk of longevity. So if you lasted to age 101, that same payment had to come in. In this case today, you don't have to, you don't have to give it to an insurance company. You could take that whole $3 million and roll it into a, another qualified account and still manage it the way you want. And you could grow it even further than that. So if you fill the bucket up and you're not tapping it, you could still grow it to five or $6 million once it's outside of the pension plan, because we're no longer using actuarial assumptions, but it's basically replacing the salary. Right. Yeah. And, and we've had that, we've had that in the past where we've had some clients, uh, it, I mean, it was it was brought down right to the point of where they're retiring. They're at their $3 million cap, and we rolled it over in an IRA and continued to grow that money from there. Now, when we're looking at this, how long, let, let's say, you know, I have a listener, and they're only going to be, you know, maybe they're in their late 50s or early 60s, and they're only going to plan on working maybe less than five years What's what's the most aggressive you've seen or, or what are the timelines that you usually plan for? So the, the timeline, you're supposed to enter into these plans with, a, with at least a three-year window. So you want to have the plan in place three years or more. That doesn't mean that you have to. I mean, there, there's things that happen. Obviously, if something happened to the business and it went under or something like that, you, you wouldn't be held to the three years. But that's kind of the guideline of how long you're supposed to be in the plan. It can be very aggressive because depending on your salary, you now have catch-up. So to replace that salary, if there's large cash flow, you're going to have some really high numbers four or 500,000. If you're, you know, in your late fifties or sixties to catch up, to make sure that money is there. Right. Right. So, so after you get past all those, you know, those medical loans and all that, that you had to repay off. Now you're focusing on your retirement. You might be a little bit later in your career. You still have plenty of opportunity to, to build yourself a phenomenal retirement plan. That's correct. And we have a lot of people that do that. They're just, they start to make their money later in their career. Things are more paid off. They've got cash flow, and now they're, they don't want to pay taxes. And this is a way that you could just really just set yourself up to walk out, especially small business owners today, even doctors. They no longer can sell their businesses for what they think. They end up being uh, stuck with getting way less money than they thought they can even sell it at all. So the best thing to do is to be draining the assets down out of the plan, paying yourself first and setting yourself up to be able to walk away with no pressure. 
then you can sell it for whatever you feel like selling it and you're not under any pressure to try to get it sold right away. Wow. Really powerful. Tommy, you got anything else, buddy? No, I'm, uh, I'm still kind of floored. I, I know I've been working um, with Steve and Kathy for, uh, on a couple of uh, cases currently for uh, a number of my clients. And the numbers that I'm seeing uh, coming back from the actuaries, just it's amazing. It's, honestly, it's just a, I never thought that my, these specific clients could really put away the kind of money that this that this plan is going to let them uh, put away and uh, it's really i mean when i look at it sometimes i'm, I'm at a loss of words and that doesn't happen often yeah and and then again too tom you you guys mentioned it earlier that life insurance i mean not only can that offer uh you know benefit down the road but you know what if life happens and you know your the client dies well now the spouse has got a good amount of tax-free life insurance um, to help them going forward, also. So yeah, you've you've endowed you've endowed your retirement, right? So no matter what happens, whether you make it to retirement, you become uh, you die before retirement, you become disabled before retirement. You know that it's gonna it's gonna work and it's gonna be there for you. Yeah, yeah, and your family. Well, it could even be used in a buy sell arrangement. I mean, you can have that there because that if that something happens to that principal, that that beneficiary is going to be the family is going to get that money. They would then have the money to fulfill a buy sell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just so much, so many moving parts to this with so many great benefits. And you know, just for the you know, Tom had mentioned, I I too have worked with Steve and his team, and you know, it's really as simple as us kind of running our clients through a questionnaire and then starting to get on a phone call with the client and the client's CPA. And, and as we've always talked about, right, not being an adversary, we're not trying to show the CPA how great we are, or how smart we are. We are trying to work together to bring and deliver massive value to our clients. Yeah, we're like, we like to say we're like a board of directors for the, for the small business owner. We're all working together to make sure that everybody is doing the best we can for the client. We're helping them put away a lot of money. We're helping them prepare for retirement. We're helping them get tax deductions. We're helping them manage the money in a responsible under fiduciary standard. That's another thing about pension plans is they're, they're set up. These plans are set up to put in large amounts of money so that you don't have to take market risk. It's based on low uh, calculation. So if you're in a 40% tax bracket, for every dollar you're putting in, you're basically getting 40, uh, 40 cents contributed to you from the government. Wow. So, you know, it's just, it's just so powerful to be able to put that kind of money away. You don't have to take the risk. That's what they're trying to define. They're trying to say, look, people get a little bit older and they go, well, I got to get more aggressive because I, how am I going to retire? And, and then we all know that as soon as you start to do that, the markets change on a dime and they, they clobber people. The, you, the risk reward just isn't there. So this is the opposite. It's saying, we'll give you tons of money. We'll give you large buckets of money to put in here to get a moderate return somewhere in the five, 6% range is what it's being calculated on in order to make sure that there's no risk taken so that the, the benefit is defined and will be there at retirement. Those are old traditional pension calculation numbers. I mean, uh, you know, back in the 70s, 80s, before the, you know, the psychos got a, got in charge of the prison cells 
those were the numbers that you had to utilize for your pension calculations. Nowadays, they use numbers like seven, eight, nine, which is just an unbelievable risk number that right. people should be taking. You wouldn't be happy to talk about those state pensions now, are you, Tommy? <laughs> Not just the state. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, Steve, thanks for coming on. Uh, and, you know, al- although this is a complex topic, you know, our job, Tommy and I's job is to really help the clients understand in a simple fashion what we're doing. And Steve and his team are great at taking care of all the details. And and like I said, he's a, a Brookstone advisor. So if you are a CPA and you have clients that you think this is perfect for, you are a high income uh, business owner, give Tommy or I a call and uh, let us help you out with this. Or heck, if you're living in the Las Vegas or Henderson, Nevada area where Steve lives and you need a great financial advisor, well, Steve's a Brookstone Capital Advisor. And Steve, how can they contact you? Well, they can reach me by uh, phone 866-999-1332 or email me at steve at RASVCS.com. Great, great. Well, hey, Steve, I appreciate you taking uh, time from your busy schedule. Um, And, you know, today's tax day. So we're helping people out there, those business owners, reduce your bite that you're going to have to take on this day to day. So um, thanks again for coming on, Steve. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. So, folks, that wraps up another great episode of the Retire Happy Podcast. We hope you took away a lot of great information that Steve shared with us today. And Tom and I look forward to our next show where we will discuss asset protection with a PNC expert. Take care, folks. It's easy to get in touch with John and Thomas. If you're more on the West Coast, give John a call at 858-935-6210. That's 858-935-6210 or go online to gosecurus.com. That's gosecurus.com. If you're more of an East Coaster, then call Thomas, 973-394-0623. That's 973-394-0623. And online at internationalfinancial.com. That's internationalfinancial.com. And you can, of course, always just check the description or the show notes section of today's show for all that contact information. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting apps, and we'll see you next time on the Retire Happy Podcast. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM, Securus Financial, and International Financial Advisory Group are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by John Iamarino, Thomas O'Connell, and guests on this show are their own and are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subjects covered.